You're listening to the Northfield Radio Program, where faith, family, and culture all collide with the biblical worldview. There is a war that's raging for the hearts and the minds and the spirits of men and women. And you and I, as Christians, are on the forefront of that battle. The question is, what will you do? To find out more about the Northfield Radio Program and Caleb Gordon, go to www.calebgordon.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Radio Program. So excited that you're here with me today. As always, I want to say thank you to our friends at Outpost Coffee. Guys, it is the perfect time of year to get your hands on a warm, caffeinated beverage. I personally like the large vanilla mocha. You can call it the Caleb. Just check them out. Uh, Downtown Bartlesville or go to outpostcoffeeco.com. Well, on today's program, I interview Marty Jones. He is the agriculture and FFA teacher at Bartlesville High School. And we talk about leadership and making an impact on the next generation. Such a great guy. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Welcome to the Northfield Nation, Mr. Marty Jones. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Doing awesome. Awesome. Okay, so a little backstory. So my son is in high school. He's a 10th grader and... He started FFA this year for the first time ever in his entire life, and every time he would come home from school, he'd always have a story about Mr. Jones. And in my mind, I've got uh, Counting Crows, Mr. Jones uh, playing. Yes, uh, yes, I'm sure yeah. you probably heard that. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> so um, I, I have you. I've brought you in after having conversations with you, conversations, conversations with my son. So Marty, tell me about who Marty Jones is and, and what, what you're passionate about. Perfect. Well, um, obviously we've got Gabe in the mix here and, and, uh, you know, my, my passion is students and I love what I do. I currently serve as an agriculture education instructor. And what, slash what is that? FFA advisor. So I teach ag. Okay. I'm like any other teacher except my subject is agriculture. Okay. Um, what makes my job unique is that I have the opportunity to take students out of the classroom, um, get them some hands-on leadership skills that they can learn and apply for the rest of their lives. And so, um, I get a chance to interact with students every single day. Um, so that's that's kind of what I do and, and uh, what I absolutely love to do. But my story started many, many, many years ago. Agriculture is kind of in my family's blood. I've, I'm a fifth-generation agriculturalist. Families go way back on both sides wow. of being involved in agriculture. So for me, it was a no-brainer. Uh, first ag teacher in my family, but not the first agriculturalist. So what, uh, do you go to school to get your ag degree? I did. Where? I did. I went to Oklahoma State. Go and, Pokes! Uh, go Pokes, absolutely. Aaron, if you're listening, <laughs> he's a Sooner fan. Oh, who won that game? Sorry, dog. Sorry, who, sorry, won, dog. who won that game? Uh, not, uh, not the University of Oklahoma. So you went, went to OSU. Um, what... Uh, what made you decide to do that? You said, you said you're, this is fifth generation. Yes. What made you decide to jump in and be a teacher? I uh, grew up having conversations with my dad, and um, being an ag teacher was never on the radar. Yeah, I was going to be a dentist. That's what oh, wow. I was going to go to. And I had it all set up. I was going to go to OU and uh, be a dentist. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I tell you what, you know, people talk about those influential people in your life. And I remember having a conversation with my ag teacher on the way back from a, a speech contest. And he said, hey, Marty, have you ever thought about being a, an ag teacher? And I said, absolutely not. You you do way too much, and you got to do too much all the time. I'm out. I'm Thank you. I'm good. And little did I know that a seed was really planted uh, right. in that moment. And it would be um, through a lot of um, care 
of that seed for it would eventually grow, not to be, you know, too, um, to have too many puns here with agriculture, but I mean, it really was. It was a seed that grew, and uh, before long, I would go into my sophomore year of high school knowing exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to go be an wow. ag teacher. So I stuck all the way through, and um, I, I didn't change my major in college like many of those other students. I, I stuck through. I knew I wanted to be an ag teacher, and now I'm starting year number six teaching ag. So That's awesome. Yeah, Gabe, uh, we were driving back home one night after he went to a speech competition, mm-hmm. and he said, Dad, I like this more than I like basketball. And and I was like, wow, that, that, that's a big deal because um, he loves basketball. So I'm like, okay, well, all right. So um, wh- where are you from originally? I grew up in Ramona. Oh, so uh, not, so yeah, so I'm down, close. I'm close. Down the street. Um, but I went to school in Owasso. So uh, my sister and I grew up in the Owasso school system. And the Rams. Uh, yes, Owasso Rams, absolutely. Moved to Ramona and, and uh, about the sixth grade or so, and we stayed there and my family still owns and operates a ranch um, here in Ramona, really? and uh, so we um, have miniature donkeys and miniature horses, and um, wow. we used to run some cattle, and uh, so just busy, busy, busy on that side of things. So, it, uh, so uh, like I said, agriculture is kind of in my in my blood. But uh, graduated from Owasso, I okay. grew up in in uh, Ramona. Wow, that's incredible. Um, so obviously, this radio program is is based on faith, family, and culture. Mm-hmm. And so, how did Jesus get a hold of you? You know, I. I don't often share too much, you know, about growing up, but my family wasn't uh, churchgoers by any means. I knew um, my parents both are, are believers. I mm-hmm. knew that without a doubt, but um, we were probably the stereotypical, um, probably lukewarm Christians, right? No. We, we didn't no. really do the church thing. Um, so my sister and I grew up not attending church. Um, faith wasn't a real conversation we had at the house. Um and eventually, my sister and I just got hooked up with the right friends, and they started inviting us to church. And so nice. uh, we went and uh, started becoming more and more involved in youth group and, and really kind of found um, our place um, at a church and realized that there was a much deeper calling uh, mm. that we needed in our lives. And so uh, my sister and I, when we were in high school, um, both went to a, a church camp and really felt like the Lord had called us at that point um, to really um, take on a life. Um, to put ourselves aside and, and to take up the cross with Jesus. And, and um, so we did, uh, my sister and I together. And um, so since then, obviously, you know, uh, we're, we're called biblically to continue uh, to spread the message of, of uh, Jesus Christ. And, and um, uh, so I, I try to do that every day in the classroom. Awesome. And, and uh, obviously my role looks a little different sure. to do that in the classroom, but I try to share the love of Christ through um, through my actions yep. to my students, even though if I can't always verbalize it, I, right, I do try right. to do that. So my story is um, not uncommon to many that I've run across over the years, but um, I wasn't one that just grew up in the church um, like many of my peers did growing up. Sure. But um, mom was just a little later in life, I guess. Right, yeah. No, that's good. That is great. So you're... you're your goal is to make impact on make an impact a positive impact on students um, in every everyday life what uh, what do you think is 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 a, a good way that you do that i mean what's what's what what are some of the things that you do on a daily basis to make that kind of impact i i really do try sometimes my students may not say i'm very effective at it but uh, <laughs> i really do try to push students out of their comfort zone we often come with these preconceived notions about where our limits are in life and what we can and can't do. And, yeah. and I really feel like it's it's been my job to try to break down those barriers for my students, to believe in them. Yeah. Um, I tell my students every single day that I love them and I'm proud of them. Um, every single day. I See, that's huge that. to me. I think that that is just <laughs> so big. that Because that, there's a lot of people that, like, 
it's I'm always one of those guys. I always say mm-hmm. things like, you know, I love you. I'm so proud of you. Just like not just to my kids, but to people everywhere I, that I, I come in contact. I'm like, I just was on the phone with a friend of mine, and it's funny that he and you know, we hung up the phone. He said, "Man, I love you." And I'm like, there, I didn't. There was no part of me that was like, "That's weird." Right. <laughs> like it was just like, "I love you too, man." There was no part of that that I was like, "That's crazy." But it just uh, it, it, that's I think in my my opinion, having someone that's that's an older. You know, especially because I've been doing men's ministry now for almost 12 years. Mm-hmm. And to have a man invest positively like that in other other young men, and just uh, as well as young ladies right, as right. well, um, I think just is a game changer for so many things in the culture because we see so many negative things in the news. We don't see very I mean, th- like this conversation that we're having is not something you would see in the regular no, news. No, absolutely not. Um, I just think that... Th- we we feed off of the negativity and the bad news, but we just we oh that's okay, Mr. Jones. Yeah, he's he's a nice guy, and I just I don't want to do that. My goal with having this I've been having I've had this program now for a little almost two years, and I want to try to interview people that have a positive impact on the community, not just here, but you know some of the people I've interviewed globally mm-hmm. uh, have an impact, and that's just that's one of those things that I I absolutely love is to hear you say I want to tell them that I'm proud of them because man there's so many kids that I've come in contact with doing as well as men's ministry Absolutely. doing student ministry where they just dad's never said he's proud yeah. dad's never said I love you and it's just when I look at them and they, and they come and say hey this, what do you think I'm like man I'm so proud of you mm-hmm. I try to do that with my sons and my daughter I say hey I'm so proud of you for you did a great job on this you know where I need to correct I need to correct but man when you say stuff like Man, I'm proud of you. That changes. That changes the game. So I, I'm sorry. Keep well, and I, it's not something I've done all the time. It really wasn't something I, I started until this year, and and had a good conversation with a with a uh, fellow ag teacher of mine, and he had mentioned that he did it every day. And mm-hmm. um, interacting with students over the summer, I just really felt like my students needed to know that from me. There was never going to be a doubt in my mind that, uh, or at least my students would never doubt in their minds that I that I love them and that I was proud of them. And, and I grew up, um, I, you know, my dad told me I'm proud of you. And I remember those moments when he, you know, they were special. He didn't say it all the time, but when he did, it really meant something. And so I never want to take that away as I say that every day to my students. But I also know, because I've seen it in my students, they nearly get mad if I don't say it. Like it's become so accustomed and so ingrained <laughs> in them uh, that, that they, you know, they, they nearly won't even leave the classroom unless I've said it. And so... I don't know. I don't know if it's if it works, but I know that my students appreciate it, and for me, that's 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 what makes it. Uh, you know, my students come from all different types of backgrounds, and if sure. it's the if I'm the one person that says that to them throughout the day, then then I'll take it. And I've noticed that even in Gabe, because Gabe, I mean, he doesn't talk much about any other teachers. That, I mean, I'm sure that they're great people and they're wonderful ladies and gentlemen that are that are doing teaching. I think teachers are amazing, but man, he always has something to say about you, and and you know. The bus rides back from competition, things you guys have conversations where you're eating dinner or lunch or whatever, and he always comes back with something. And I was like, man, this guy, I gotta meet this guy. This guy's, this guy's <laughs> well, pretty I cool. Take, I really do take no credit. I I have been blessed um, from where I'm at and what I'm doing. I really do feel like um, God has placed me here, and uh, you know I've moved around a couple of different uh, jobs, and this is every everyone has been a God has called me to those places, and I really feel like. Um, this this is the right place for me yeah. uh, right here. This is home for me and uh, has been something that uh, I've been looking forward to coming back and it has really just been perfect. Uh, so so you said you've, you've been doing for six years, seven six years? Six years. Six years. Six years. So wh- how long have you been at Bartlesville now? 
This is year number one. This is yep. year one. Yep. So okay. I've been here for now our second nine weeks. That's how long I've been here. So. So where were you at before? So I came from Elgin, which is down by Lawton. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I spent the last two years, and then um, I spent three years before that in Guthrie. That's where I started. Guthrie, okay. So, yeah, he Gabe had mentioned something about Guthrie. I can't mm-hmm. remember what it was, but he he'd mentioned something about that. That's awesome. So okay, you're, I see you're married. Yes. Um, how how'd you guys meet? Well, <laughs> or tell tell me also tell me about your wife. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> uh, so. Um, very interesting story. I always love to share. Um, wish I, I should have brought her along. Just she would have loved to have added it, chimed in on it. But uh, so, maybe next, um, next time. Yeah, next, next time. time. Next time. Uh, so Cerise um, was best friends with my younger sister. Okay. And uh, they grew up being best friends. And uh, so Cerise and my sister always hung out. And um, uh, we always joke all the time. Like when I was younger, I guess I was just really dumb. I never really thought much about her at that time. Just she was my <laughs> sister's friend. And, you know, you, you find those people that you are comfortable with, but people that also um, challenge you. And Cerise always uh, challenged me, you know, to be better and to do better. And so it was my senior year in college. I finally was like, well, what am I, you know, yes, what am I thinking? <laughs> so we dated for a long time. We just got uh, recently married in June. Oh, congratulations. So we are newlyweds. Newlyweds. Um, awesome. So uh, she is a... Um, a doctor in Tahlequah right now. Oh, she's a doc. Yeah. You married? A, yes, I did. You married out of your league. Yes, bro. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. She's doing her her residency program in nice. uh, Tahlequah. So we we live in Broken Arrow and we just commute every day, both of us. Um, but uh, it just really, like I said, it just worked out really well. And wow. And she uh, pushes me. She's a perfect person uh, for me. Absolutely. That's so, good. Wow. Okay. Um, I did not know you guys just got married. That's yep. that's a, yep. that's awesome. <laughs> so. Um, what what uh, what things have you learned in almost six months of being married? Oh man, the list is probably pretty long. I, I feel like I've learned a lot. You know, tried to try to really be good uh, with it. The good thing about Cerise and I is that we've known each other literally for for a decade or better now. Yeah, and, and dated for five and a half years before oh, okay. uh, we got married. So we knew each other really well. We we took the traditional path of we grew up as friends. Um, I think that is so, so important. We did. I and I, I don't know, um, you know, but but uh, for us, it's worked out really well that we started out that way. And um, what have I learned? I've learned that I should need to keep my mouth shut more often. You know, I get frustrated. I want to say things, and I, I know better, but you know, I can't help it. Uh, so I've I've learned that, and uh, I've learned, you know, she really appreciates the little things. Yeah. You know, it doesn't take much. Just a few little things along the way, and of course, her job is. Very stressful and busy, and so if I can do sure. just some little things, whether it be around the house or whatever that may be, just some little things. She really appreciates those things, and um, you know, it just helps to ease some of the tension in her life, which is, sure. you know, uh, a good thing. You know, it makes you feel good when you can do those little things like that and help her out. So, I, I would say, um, learn to keep my mouth shut and to pay attention to little things. Right. Great. Um, one of the questions I love to ask people who come on here: um, favorite. Preacher, favorite preacher, and why? Wow. And that sometimes it stops wow. people because they're okay. just like, I mean, I, I like my pastor. I'm like, or, yeah, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say just because I've been listening to a lot of his um, podcasts recently, I'm gonna say, um, and he's like, you know, modern day preacher, not even like mm-hmm. the old school one. I'm gonna say Craig Rochelle. Okay. Um, I've been listening to both his leadership podcasts, mm-hmm. um, and I really try to apply apply a lot of those things because I love that they're 
often very faith-based. They're not just some off-the-wall leadership skills, but it's nope. really, you know, as we deal with, I mean, I apply it, obviously, to my students and, sure. and uh, co-workers. So I'd say that. Um, I think he's, you know, done some really good things um, in the church and has been a good example for um, giving away free materials and those types of things, which sure. I think, you know, got, again, I've got his Bible out on my phone. I, again, <laughs> I think of those things, even as a teacher, I, I want to make sure that I can do those same things, obviously not through what he's doing in, in ministry, but throughout what I do in teaching and sure. just try to give away those things and just be helpful. And uh, so it's been good, but I, I've been listening to a lot of his podcasts and uh, yeah. really enjoy those, those leadership podcasts he's been doing. So. Very cool. So in, in terms of leadership, when you're, when you're doing things with your students, what, what do you hope to instill in them in terms of leadership? What do, what do you want to see? Um, just take with this class you're mm-hmm. with, what do you, what do you want to see? Um, hopefully in the next year or two. I, I really, you know, I mentioned before, I really just want to push students out of their comfort zones. You know, a lot of the students that I interact with when I, you know, I first come to my class, they don't even realize that they are leaders. And so just some self-awareness is really important and to know that they, whether they choose to or not, are impacting their peers sure. around them. And so for them to be aware of those things is really important. And then to try to put a, a, a positive spin to those things. Um, if I can take my students from the classroom and I can put them in the hallways and make that a safer, more welcoming place, then, then I win. Yeah. The school wins. And so I think for me, just allowing the students to know that they are leaders and then encouraging them. It, it is their responsibility to make the world a better place, and I encourage them to do that yeah. every day. Um, and it, like I said, it's, it's little things along the way. It could be a smile in the hallway, um, a high five to a, a peer. It could be anything. Um, telling someone good job if you've seen them you know, do something well. Uh, it's those little things out there that can make a huge difference in the culture um, of course, you know, I'm talking about in our school, but you had mentioned earlier, like it, it really makes a big impact on our community and, and it really goes much bigger than just um, the four years that you're in high school. Yeah. So uh, I think that's the main thing. I, I, I'm not looking for a specific set of skills. Sure, I'd love them to improve some soft communication skills and be able to, to interview and to have a conversation and shake someone's hand. Absolutely, I want those things, but those are all learned skills. I think if I can take students who don't believe in themselves and take them from that to believing in themselves that they are a leader. It's huge. Then the rest is easy. The sure. rest can be figured out. The rest can be learned. So I, f- I found it interesting because Gabe is doing. He did the uh, the intro for speed. Is, is that, I, I don't did, even know the official title. Of opening it. closing ceremony. Opening closing yes, ceremony. Yes. That's, that's, that's it. I, I I did know that, but I just had a brain malfunction for a moment. But he uh, he's now in the point where he's sitting in the car. We, we I just I literally had to drive. Gabe, I need you to stop because he I'm would sorry. do his spiel and he goes, "Mr. Jones said I could say it in my sleep. I'm going to say it in my sleep." And I was like, "Oh gosh!" I was hoping he had, he hadn't got back from work yet. I was hoping he'd be here by now so I could just sit him down and have him talk to you for a second. But man, yeah, he's uh, hadn't made it back from work. But I guess that's good. Um, so obviously, f- your your favorite college is going to be OSU because you're there. Absolutely, um, absolutely. What? Uh, there is no other college. Okay, fair that's enough. That's all I need to know. I don't even worry about the other. That's the only one. Well, I, my wife, my dad, my brother-in-law, um, all went to OSU. So we bleed orange here too. So we're. Absolutely. I mean, there's nothing. There's no shame in that game here. <laughs> Good. Uh, which Good. is funny because all of my friends. Almost all, I think almost all of my friends, other than I think maybe one um, outside of my family, are all OU fans. So it's yeah, never... Bartlesville, man, I tell you. I'm outnumbered. <laughs> I'm, We're big time I'm out trying, though. I'm trying. I'm recruiting. <laughs> I'm recruiting my kids silently. You know, yeah, so. it is. It's awesome. <laughs> what do you uh, What do you want to see in the next... Your personal goals for yourself. What do you want to see in the next five years? 
next five years. Yeah. Man. You know, and I, I tell students all the time about, you know, setting their goals, and sometimes I, I forget about those things myself. Yeah. You know, I really don't take the time to do that. But um, five years. Uh, I hope that in five years, uh, Cerise and I can start a family. Mm. Um, that's really important to us um, to be able to do that within the next five years. Um, I would uh, love um, for me to grow this program here at Bartlesville. Uh, personally, I'd love to see that thing grow both in students and, of course, in success. Sure. I want my students to be successful, and so I'd love to see um, that growth as well. Um, I think for me, just a personal goal, and it's hard to put um, many boundaries on it or, or, you know, I can't really tie numbers or anything like that uh, to it, but just to be really invested in the community, um, find find this place to really be home. It feels that way for sure, but to really invest in the community um, through a community service or a program, but then just personally, Cerise and I being invested um, even more in the community is really important to us, so we'd like to do that as well. Sweet, sweet. So you guys said you, you live in Broken Hill, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where are you guys going to church at? We now? are floating around right now. We've, we've been looking, so we moved in... June really kind of moved sure. everything in July, so we've <clears throat> floated around a couple different churches and, and just trying to figure out where a good place. It's been hard because you know, as much as I love my job here, I want to be loyal, sure. obviously, oh, uh, to our community here. And I say loyal, but you know, to, to find that church home here in Bartlesville, and yet Cerise is in Tahlequah, and so we. So you guys, Brooklyn are somewhere in the middle, gotta, so we it's, make it's it work. The middle, but, absolutely, yeah, sure. Yeah. So we're we're still floating around um, trying to find a church that is a good fit for us and. You know, long term, we're we're thinking the same thing. If we want to start a family, where's a place that we can yeah. grow our family through the church? Yeah, so. I love hearing that. That because I mean, there's so many guys that don't have that that mindset of, of I want to have my my family, I want to have my kids, I want to have my wife involved in church, and, and that, that that's more than just okay, get up and we're going. I mean, that's part of it, but right, like right. there's so much more to to that idea of being committed to your church, having um, commitment to church membership, and mm-hmm. just I think that that is that's a huge thing that that. And honestly, it's a it's a piece that Cerise and I have really missed. I mean, mm-hmm. when we were dating, like it was not obviously consistent that we would go to church, and so that, you know, we we feel like <clears throat> it's a. I hate to say the word obligation because it feels sure. like that's just kind of a dirty word. Like I'm obligated, but it, you feel called. You, yeah. you really do. You, you feel should. Called you should feel called to want to be a part of the church. Absolutely. To serve in the church, and uh, you know, of course, scripturally, we're we're you know taught that that we are the church, and so you, you can't be the church if you're not. Going and actively participating and being Absolutely. being a part of it. Uh, well, it's, I mean, so. any other. Or, I mean, I think about any other major organization. I think of FFA. I mm-hmm. think of you know Scouts. I think of if you don't if you don't show up. Sure, you can call yourself a member. I mean, you but can, if you I don't mean, show up, you're you're going to miss out. You're missing the message. Um, you're missing what what's happening in the organization. Absolutely. And sure. Obviously, the same thing happened with the church. So. Amazing. I love it. Well. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the show today and just sharing a little bit more about your who you are and, and your your passions and I thank you for making an impact on students and I know personally my, my son thank you for making an impact on my son and he's it is it is definitely noted and know that you're you're an encouragement to him every day and he tells every day so thank you so much for taking Thanks time for raising a good one no. <laughs> he, makes, he makes it easy and fun and you know if, students like that that are really passionate um, obviously my job. Easy, yeah. You know, when I get to interact with students like that, that just uh, love life and, and um, want to learn, uh, it makes my job a blast. So awesome! Please, um, would you dismiss us in prayer? Would you be okay absolutely, with that? absolutely? Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this wonderful uh, time that we've had together, Lord, and fellowship. And uh, Lord, we just continue to ask that you would uh, bless 
our country and mm, uh, bless yeah. our community, Lord. And, and uh, Lord, whatever whatever needed to be um, said tonight, Lord, we pray that it would be said. And those ears that needed to hear it, Lord, we just pray. Um, I, I would just uh, pray that people would know that, uh, that you love them and that you were proud of them. Yeah. Um, Lord, and I just pray that they know the love of Jesus Christ and, and uh, that they would be called uh, to you to be more involved in the church and more mm. committed uh, to those around them, Lord. And we know that life is not meant to do um, on our own, but we need people surrounding our lives um, to uh, continue to grow in our faith. And Lord, we just continue to ask that you would bless over <clears throat> yeah. um, each and every one of us as we continue throughout our day. But Lord, uh, that we be ever mindful of the blessings and the gifts uh, that, uh, that you've given us, Lord. We're grateful uh, for your son. And uh, it's in his name we uh, pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks again. Absolutely. This program has been brought to you by DSR, a technology company that has been investing in Bartles of a Families for over 35 years. DSR, we deliver technology.